0: Well, go forth, people. Go forth. Love it. Now, you know, I, I look at all of you, and, and there's a portion, doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are, uh, God connects us. And you have sons, and you have daughters, and you have children. And, uh, in three phases that are growing up. You have your natural sons and daughters that you just go with the rest of your life. But then you have sons and daughters raised up in the house and raised up in the ministry. And then you have sons and daughters that God brings to you. And they you know. God gave them to you and allowed you to be honored by their gifting. And one of the most gifted people, I think, in the body of Christ is Isaac Petrie. And Janet, Janet, raise your hand up also. Janet, his wife is just priceless. Uh, Isaac, come on up here with me. He, when we were on TV together the first time, you know, we just knew, we just knew that God had brought us together. And I have to say, he's more than just the best revelatory anointed speaker I know, which you are. Uh, but, you know, he, he, he's a son some way. And uh, he, he's incredible. And his connection is incredible. And his importation here is incredible. He has incredible books. The Revelation, his delivery. Uh, and, and, you know, he's not ashamed that I'm, his dad's wilder than him at all. And, but he carries a dimension of what this particular tribe needs. I want you to welcome one of the most gifted gifts in the body of Christ, Apostle Isaac Petrie.
1: Can you remain standing, we need to do one more thing. You know, before she leaves and goes to do the grandma thing, we have got to honor the best way we can, Chuck and Pam Pierce. Where would the body of Christ be without God raising them up? We love you. You may be seated. I want to say this because I believe we want to do one more thing before it gets wild in here. Chuck, we want you to know of course the masterful leaders of this church, the Heitlers and just all of the elders and leaders and Brian and music and parking and hospitality. Can all of us just let every gift in this house know how much we appreciate them for serving us all week long. Thank you. All of you, thank you. Penny, Brian, everybody just says Dear everybody, we appreciate you for opening up this for us to come and drink and get refreshed. I do have a special guest. I know I'm going to preach good today because some of my family came with me and I have to acknowledge them. Very special people to my wife and I. She's almost like my wife's sister, even though she's her first cousin, but they came to be with me today, so I brought back up today. It's, it's going to be powerful today, but I don't mean to bring too much attention to them, but I do want them to stand because I want y'all to meet my family, um, Jalisa Riviera. And Rivera and her son, John Michael, are with us. Would you stand up, Jaleesa and John Michael? Thank you so much for being here. Some of you probably know her ministry. I almost made her sing today, but I didn't want to get in too much trouble her first time here. But I am so honored to stand before you And I feel like Apostle Paul today. I feel like I'm the least of all of you. But however, this grace has been given to me. To speak to us about something I feel like all of you have been sensing on the inside of you. But today you're going to let it out. Ephesians chapter number one. And I want us to read some scripture because I believe it speaks to the heart of where Chuck is sensing and I think finally the body of Christ is ready to get here. I think we're finally ready. Ephesians chapter number one Paul is praying this prayer because the church at Ephesus has now broken open into the revelation of the gospel. And it took him a while to get through that door at Ephesus. You can remember him saying in Corinthians, that a great door of effectual service has been opened unto me, but there are many adversaries. It was Ephesus that he was talking about, that, that the enemy just wouldn't let the gospel in. But then it broke open, and Paul began to go in and bring the revelation of the kingdom to Ephesus and what happened in Christ Jesus. And then he prays this prayer for them. In Ephesians chapter number one, verse number 15, he says, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Say that after me, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? What is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According... To the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, my God, and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come and he put everything under his feet and then gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all and all. And then he goes on down and he reemphasizes it it's, it's as if uh, he said, y'all got to get this. He goes on down even in chapter number two, he's talking about it. Chapter number three, he's talking about it. And in chapter number two, verse number six, he says, the reason you have to know all of these things is because he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I want to talk to you from a subject so that you can have it in your mind called the Ascension Dimension The Ascension Dimension Now the man of God said that the thing that would be different about this Passover You have to listen carefully to him Is that this is a Passover of conquest. Which means a different kind of passover is happening. You're not coming out, you're going in. So we're not passing out of something, we're literally passing over into something. So this is then. A takeover Passover yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh don't do that Chad don't do that don't. this is a takeover Passover this this is not about me coming out of Egypt that, that that's that's done with this is about me going in to possess the land and take the kingdom of heaven and plant it in the earth, which means uh, this can't be then the mentality of those who came out. I heard Kiwi when he stood up and prophesied it on Friday that God is not going to take you into the land with an old mentality. And the problem with the children of Israel is God brought them out. But the generation that came out wasn't the generation that went in. You have to realize God marched them around in the wilderness for 40 years until they died. And then he took their children and they went into the land. The only original people who walked into conquest who came out of Egypt were Joshua and Caleb. And the Bible tells you why they did it. Because they had another spirit. <laughs> that is the Hebrew word cure." And it actually means not just another like a different kind. It actually means the Hebrew word next. yeah it's the Hebrew word next look it up which means when he said the reason they're going into the land is because they have the next spirit What was he saying? He was saying somewhere between them coming out, they were able to shed the mentality of slavery and not talk about what we came out of. They had already shifted into the spirit needed to go where God was taking them. And what I came to tell you is we can shout, dance, jump, and holler, but God ain't putting no new wine in no old skin you gonna have to shift if you want what God has for you so everybody say this say I got next which means do I have the spirit it takes to go into my future I came to tell you God is about to dress you for your future you are about to leave here it's been happening to you the last few days something has been happening on the inside of you that you cannot fathom He is shifting you into next. So now, when we talk about this being a Passover of conquest and then this being resurrection, everybody say resurrection been trying to get somewhere that I hadn't been able to get to yet. Because the Spirit of God spoke to me. Now all of us have our different assignments. And said your assignment to the body of Christ in this next season is to get them to understand where I'm at. We are in a new dispensation. We are in a new era. So the question is, what era are we in? Now I don't have all of it but I got a piece of it and I came to tell you what era you are in so that you'll know how to shift with God. We are in the era of kings. God is done. We're church folk. Over. This is kingdom time now and what I mean by church folks I'm talking about those with a form of godliness but deny the power thereof I'm talking about those in religion and tradition and those that are rigid and frigid and don't want to change and shift God is done with that we've had our day we played with it but now it's kingdom time it is time to take over! Sound man, would you give me just a little bit more in my mic? I feel like hollering today. So we are in the era where God is raising up kings. What am I talking about when I say kings? This is the era of rulers. My God. This is the era where the kings of the kingdom are about to step forward. This is an era. Listen to me. Where we will no longer do ministry in the wrong identity.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm going to explain it to you. Because what we've done is we have preached to the body of Christ this mixture. Of humanism and religious tradition and God has been purging that out of the church so that he can begin to bring forth the people of God that will bring the church into and when I say church I'm talking about Ecclesia I'm not talking about that religious I told that's done to bring people into their true identity. And then it dawned on me that we can't preach it to them if the preachers don't know. And so you get ready because a new breed of preacher is about to come up. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying oh no baby (laughs) the kings are coming we don't care nothing about colors and titles and names and tradition and religion and what you want or what you think we have one assignment thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven where my kings at That passive, pacifying, whining church that we've known it is over. These are the footprints of those that say we ain't running from devils. We running toward devils to let them know the kingdom is come. Boy, I feel like fighting up in here. I feel a warfare spirit up in here. Where my king's at? Where my king's at? Where my king's at? The shift is here. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Come on, you've been singing hell, hell, lion of Judah, let the lion roar. Today you ain't gonna sing it, you gonna let it out. Y'all didn't hear what I said. This is our era. The kingdom suffered violence, but the violent are about to take it by force. Woo! You have to understand where God is trying to shift us. That's why this whole place has been set up all week long to shifting the First Nations people. Why? Because your trail of tears are history. This weekend was the last time you talk about history. You just shifted into destiny. And I'm here to tell you that the glory Oh my God, I can't even do this right. Listen, listen, be seated. Y'all got me, y'all pushing me too hard. The kings are coming. Which means there has to be a radical shift in your identity. Now, what I'm about to say to you in the next 30 minutes, I just want to warn you, it's going to be hard for you to handle. But I'm going to force feed you. Where God is trying to take the church is into the final dimension. This is what this conquest is about. It's about us finally arriving in the final dimension. And the final dimension is not death, nor burial, nor resurrection. The final dimension is ascension. And even though this is Resurrection Sunday, the day we commemorate when he came out the grave. I came to tell you when he came out the grave, he wasn't done coming out. because jesus and all of his work was not consummated just coming out of the grave i mean i preached that about a month ago here you need to go back and listen to it because we talked about the resurrection the resurrection the resurrection you got to get a revelation of the resurrection to understand what happened to jesus so that you know what happened to you but the resurrection is not the last dimension no, it's not. This is the ascension Which means Jesus says, I wasn't done until I sat down. That's when the work was finished, when he sat. And two things happened when he sat down. The Bible declares, number one, number one. it's the Greek word, which means uh, he was appointed oh,
2: yeah.
1: ruler over all things. That's why he had the audacity to say all power. In heaven and earth has been given. And so he was, number one, given authority. Somebody shout authority. authority. But then, number two, Hebrews goes on to say when he sat down, not only was he given authority, but he sat down at the right hand of the majesty. On high. I love it. Good God. Which means not only was he given authority, when he sat down, he was given majesty. Woo! Which means heaven said this is what glory looks like. And coronated him. As the king of all. Now. Nobody in this room. Will dispute what I just said. Because it's clearly. In the Bible. But what we struggle with. Is that he raised us up together. And made us sit together. In the heavenly places. In the majesty on high. The issue is, is that nobody will refute that Jesus sits there. But what we refute is the fact that you and I sit there. But I came to tell you, that's about to end today. You are about to take your seat. So now let me, let me just go on and put us out there. Look at somebody and tell them, Say, sit down. (laughs) Which means your salvation ends with a coronation
0: That's God. That's God.
1: Look at somebody and say, why did, "Why did you stop? Why did you stop? Why did you stop?" Why did you stop? You want to know why you stopped? Because all we have preached to the church was the cross. Listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me in the spirit. Absolutely the cross is needed. Absolutely resurrection from the dead. But the cross was not the end. There's one more theology you need to add to the cross. And that is the crown. and i came to tell you we are about to make a theological switch on you that you are not just going to have the theology of the cross you are about to get some rainology of a crown up in here today yeah, look, I said rainology, rainology. I stole it from my sister, Alicia's of Liverpool down in the Caribbean. Rainology. See, 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 this is why I said we've been doing ministry from the wrong identity. Your salvation ain't complete. Until you've been past the cross. That's right. That's right. Oh, Jesus. (sighs) Say, I'm going past the cross. I'm going past the cross. See, some of you are struggling because you just think that's sacrilegious. That's sacrilegious. Oh, no, the cross, the cross, the cross, the cross. Oh, Jesus, keep me near the cross. The cross, the cross, the cross, the cross, the cross, the cross. the cross. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified, freed me forever. One day is coming. What a glory. Can I tell you that, yes, living, he loved you. Dying, he saved you. Buried, he carried your sins far away rising he justified you freed you forever just to raise you up and sit you down we gotta add another verse to the song it ain't over when i get up it's over when i sit
2: <laughs>
1: be seated please Oh, no pun intended. No pun <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. 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 No, no, no. So we have now got to go to preaching to the saints about the crown. Shifting from the cross through the cross to the crown because whether you know it or not that's what happened to you when he sat you with him okay what happened to you when you got born again No, you don't really know, because preachers didn't tell you. They told you that you were only on your way to heaven. That's what they told you. So a whole generation just waited to go. And we stayed in a holding pattern, just waiting to go now trust me I do not mean to minimize heaven thank God streets pay with gold thank God gates made out of pearls thank God eternity in the presence and the glory of God heaven is what your Bible calls the full payment of your inheritance heaven but Jesus said, those of you that have received me, you don't have to wait till you get to heaven. He said, I'm going to send you a down payment of it in the earth. And what you didn't understand is that the moment you got born again, something happened to you. See, this is why when we just preach, you were just a sinner saved by grace. And we just preach that. You think... The most magnificent thing that happened to you when you got born again is that you got your sins forgiven. Oh Oh God, we thank God for that, but you got a whole lot more than that. Look, somebody say, you got a whole lot more than that. You got a whole lot more than that. You didn't just get a debt canceled. Your whole spirit got resurrected. You became a spiritual phenomenon. You became a brand new creation in Christ. And the Bible says, the moment that happened to you, you slipped into a dimension with Jesus. It amazes me because I feel like some of my job is just to start trouble. That's what revelation does. It starts trouble because when when you walk into a room that people been in the dark for so long and you cut the light on it ain't a blessing immediately causes some squinting and some and that's what all that religion is doing in you right now it's just you slipped into a dimension With Jesus. Which means uh, when Jesus was raised from the dead. He entered a dimension in which his spirit now had the preeminence over all created things. And the Bible says, and he raised you up with him. You're not ready for this, which means people who have a resurrected spirit are the highest ranking beings on the planet. I'm going to let that marinate for a minute. <laughs> that when Jesus was resurrected from the dead, he received the preeminence over everything. And the Bible says, and he raised you up with Him." Which means the moment you got born again, Spiritually, you became the highest ranking being on the planet. I see you're still struggling with it. So I'm going to keep working on it because God's been working on me with it too. And the reason we can't really tap into that is because we put more emphasis on our natural identity than we do our spiritual identity. And I came to tell you, you can be proud of your culture and your race and your heritage, but don't get it twisted. It does not come with benefits. And it does not come with an anointing. And it does not come with a covenant. If you go shift into all of that, you got to get out of your flesh and into your spirit. Listen to me. Your spirit, the moment you got born again Took on the rank and status of Jesus. Yeah, you got it. You got it. What do you think all this is about? He went to hell and back, bled and died thorns and in his on his head and pierced in his side and mocked and scorn, so that you can become a member of a church the devil is a liar he did it so he could pull you into a dimension Look at somebody and say, you coming out, you coming out, you coming out, you coming out of all of this religious tradition. And you are about to become what you were created to be. I feel something breaking in here. I feel chains popping off your mind. I sense something shifting in your spirit. Some of you have known this, but you couldn't say nothing about it because you didn't know if anybody would believe you. But I came to tell you, God is about to raise you up. Your spirit everybody touch yourself say my spirit, my spirit my spirit my spirit my spirit my spirit the moment it was resurrected somebody might better put a clock back on this screen <laughs> so I'll know where I'm at my spirit Kivi, my spirit my spirit My spirit, when it was resurrected or born again, received a rank. Watch this because this is going to mess up your theology now. My spirit received a rank above principalities. (laughs) You're not hearing me. See, some of you have spent your whole life trying to be recognized and notarized and made famous among people who don't even matter. I do not care what I look like to people. I care what I look like to demons and principalities and powers because that's where my authority is. Look at somebody and tell them, you're about to get famous in the realm of the spirit. You're about to be known after today. All of that whining and crying and complaining is over. You're about to take your place and cast out. You are far above. So the next time you hear a child of God walking up to you crying, whining, and complaining about what the enemy is doing. You tell them this ain't about what the enemy is doing to you. This is about what you're supposed to be doing to the enemy. Oh my God, I'm going to raise up a warrior in this house. I'm going to find some kings in this house. You got authority. your spirit everybody say my spirit my, my spirit. spirit my spirit has been given superiority in the realm of the spirit over all principality over all powers See this was the mystery your Bible says that God hid from all generations and ages. Satan thought he was the God of this world. Because when Adam sinned, we were stripped of authority. He's running around in the earth realm. Him and his minions causing destruction and chaos and disorder. Jesus comes on the scene and starts shutting it down. Satan say we got to get rid of him. And so they conspired to have him killed. But had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified him because the mystery that God was trying to reveal to them that had been hidden was God was going to introduce the devil to a kind of people that he would have to deal with. And your Bible declares Jesus went in the grave, died, came back, up out of the grave resurrected lamb of God and went to every principality and power and says I got some to show you What you got to show him, Jesus? He took the wrappings off of this thing called the ecclesia and told the devil, just like you got to deal with me, now you're going to have to deal with them. And, And took his authority and handed it to you. And told the devil, this is what I've been waiting all this time to show you. That through my resurrection, uh uh-oh, I hope y'all can handle this. A new species has come into being. Come on, y'all. You've been quoting that scripture all your life. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The only problem is you don't know what creation you became. You became a brand new species. You became a brand new spiritual kind of being that never existed before. Jesus became the head of a new race. And do you want to know what this race is? It is called man It's right here in your Bible. Nobody had that authority but Jesus. And when Jesus rose from the dead, he says, I'm about to introduce you to a new creation. What is this creation? Spirits born King. Oh my God. You know just a few months ago they released a movie called Woman King. And women all around the world got empowered. Can I tell you though women you didn't have to wait for no movie. It happened 2,000 years. It happened 2,000 years ago, then everybody born again was born king. <laughs> you can't handle it, can you? Come on, say we crossing over. We crossing over. We crossing over. We crossing over. You were born king. Listen. uh, If I'm God and I'm King and I'm gonna have some kids, what they gonna be, Baptists? Methodist Episcopal. I'm getting in trouble now. (laughs) Somebody go find Chuck and tell him I need him to come back and cover me. (laughs) No, No! they're kings. Your spirit is carrying a crown Lord help us say my spirit spirit. is wearing a crown Which means your spirit has been put in a position of ruler. Come on, we've been quoting these scriptures all our life. Matthew 16, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed been talking about a dimension oh God and trust me I'm not preaching this like I know it all he been messing with me that's why I'm messing with (laughs) y'all if you knew what you look like to demon spirits. They're screaming right now because they're like, please don't tell them that. Don't tell them. I can tell right now I'm not going to get finished with this. So let me find out the part you can handle. If you knew what your spirit looks like. See, that's why you gotta get out of all this natural identity. See, that's why I don't get involved in all that stuff. I don't get worked up over racists. Oh God. Should we deal with injustice? Should we deal with racism? Should we deal with all that? Yes, but it don't bother me. Cause my identity ain't got nothing to do with my body. And I know I make some black people mad because you want to be black. You better say that. But being born black don't make you no king being born again makes y'all that's what makes you a king and can't nobody oppress me can't nobody stop me can't nobody block me because I know who I am and what I got And the devil is a liar. You think I'm going to be walking around here mad at the world, telling them you owe me? Oh, you ain't got to give me reparations. You ain't got to give me nothing. Why? I already got it. Where'd you get it from? Another government. I got it from the kingdom. Everything the enemy stole to me, I get it back seven times. We got to come out of all of this stuff. My God, the church act like children. It is your spirit that carries the preeminence. And your Bible says that your spirit carries so much authority that the demon spirits in Acts 19 said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? that is about to change you didn't ask me to do it but I'm gonna pull you into it you are about to be known in the kingdom of darkness after this day because see 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 we hit that thing Robin we hit it because religion has preached the devil so big
2: I'm telling you. I'm telling you.
1: And you and I are so small Until we are walking around Fearful of attacks From the enemy You have spent your last night Worrying about the enemy The enemy is the one gonna be up at night Worrying about you Come on now, Jesus died to give you this authority and I'm going to find some people crazy enough to walk in it. My spirit, my spirit, my spirit, my spirit carries this rank far above all principality. Your spirit does. <laughs> okay, this is where I'm going to end today. Which if you look at my notes, it's just I'm, I'm the first quarter into my notes. Listen to this. When you got born again, he raised you up talking about your spirit now crowned it with Christ which means Jesus doesn't have a crown and then you have one no both of our heads are slid up under the same one you're seated with him you're in him and he says I sat you in heavenly places with me far above all principality, power, might and dominion and I was reading that and the spirit of the Lord said I want you to dig deeper you know how you know there's just another revelation there and then I read the verse again. I read the verse again. I read the verse again. Uh, he set me in heavenly places. By grace you have been saved. He set me in heavenly places. By grace you have been saved. He set me in heavenly places. By grace you have been saved and he seated me. Oh my God. And I saw it. Because it is the Greek word kathizo and it doesn't mean to just sit in heavenly places. It means to be set in heavenly places. Which means the seating is a setting. Which means this is a fixed position. <laughs> Which means there is never a time where I'm not seated. He cemented me here. Which means I can't lose this. And it dawned on me that's what the devil has been doing to us to strip us from this authority he has been trying to get you to work for. Something you've been set for. Which means you got this position by grace. And grace set you in this position of authority. Which means... When you get in trouble, you can tell when you don't know you fix there. Because you start striving to try to get out of the trouble. Listen to me good. Anytime the devil starts getting you to start striving you are going to lose the battle because i need to tell this especially to us people who are raised prophetically in the warfare let me let me just tell you something jesus ain't going to let you work for what he died for it ain't going to happen because everything he died for you to have He says, you will never be able to say you had nothing to do with it. He says, you ain't been to no cross. You ain't took no thorns. You ain't been through no crucifixion. I did all of that. And then you mean to tell me you want to drag your human effort into what I died for? I ain't going to let you take no credit for anything I've done feel a breakthrough about to happen in here. No. No. You got it by grace. Come on. And you've been set in this position of authority. Which means look at somebody and tell them that means you don't move. 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 You say, well, what do I do? You just speak. You just speak. You just speak. You just speak. Because authority is released in words. This is why the centurion said, you don't even have to come of my house just speak the word why because authority so now watch this i'm gonna let you go watch this come on we're crossing over everybody say we're crossing over we're going on up we're going up we're going up to the high places we're going up so now watch this because you're fixing the struggle so put your hand on your head and say i rebuke you If I'm set in this position, that means there's never not a moment I am not in it. So here's what you prophetic people have to watch out for your confidence spiritually rises and falls based on your perception of how spiritual you've been. Which means if I ain't prayed all week, I don't feel like I can exercise any authority. Wait a minute, I messed up and I got a little bit angry So I don't feel like I can release no authority Somebody release your hands and release them Koreans to go take Korea Go take it So do you know what you do? When you don't feel spiritual, you relinquish your position. Because this is the only hope for the devil of getting you out this seat. It's to still try to make you feel like you got to do something to sit here. But I came to deliver you From all that striving you've been doing. Because some of you have been warring out of position. You've been warring trying to get here. You're supposed to be warring from here. You ain't trying to press through no demon spirits. You're above them. Oh my God. You ain't trying to fight to get to victory. You trying to keep that rascal from taking it from you. Which means he tries to get you in the works. And so when he attacks your life based on your perceptions of your own spirituality that I ain't been in the word I ain't been praying Lord I ain't been fasting or I don't so I don't feel 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 I don't feel 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 look at somebody and say this ain't got nothing to do with your feeling Sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't and the day is over, sometimes you it like you got it and feeling like you don't. That day of vacillation is over. God sent me there and I got it whether I feel like it or not. So do you know what that means? That means that you are always in that position. I see some of you struggling with it, which means I woke up at 6.40 this morning in it. I went to the bathroom and washed my face in it. I put my clothes on in it. And I didn't have to say one prayer to get me there. See, here's the issue. Here's the issue. If you get into that feeling like it and trying to qualify for it. And then the moment you get under attack. Watch this. And you go into warfare. You got to make sure how you going in. You got to make sure the devil ain't pulling you out your position. Because sometimes your best warfare is to just sit there and say, devil, you know. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I ain't about to cry about this. I ain't about to go on no fast I don't have to fast to cast you out Jesus sat me down there and I'll cast you out while I'm eating the steak everybody shout position you are in it by grace, grace sat you there so now right now we're about to leave here after crossing over into this ascension dimension where i'm going to live like i am the highest ranking spiritual thing on the planet which means when you go to work tomorrow morning you're not going to be sitting in the car Talking about Lord I got to go in here And deal with all these devils No you're going to jump out that car And you're going to walk in here and say All these devils got to deal with me Shh. They got to deal with my glory They got to deal with my spirit. They got to deal with my anointing. I am the highest ranking thing in this room. So now listen to me. Church of Jesus Christ. Where we are going, I didn't even get to get to the Kings like I wanted to. We'll get there. Where we are headed is we are passing over into an ascended dimension. You say, Isaac, Peter, you preached all of that. And if all that's true, why am I dealing with devils and attacks and all this? Because Satan disrespects you. if you think satan is just going to let you sit here he wouldn't even let god sit there without testing his authority but what you've got to do to him is the same thing your father did you got to cast him Lift your hands. You do. Over your life, you have the preeminence. And where God is taking the church is, we are going into a spiritual dimension. Where God's kids are about to live like kings in the earth. See, no longer are you going to come to services like this and and get quickened and get stirred up. But you go right out and lose the identity. I declare it is over today. something is happening to you where you've got to wake up in the morning and you've got to see yourself in a spiritual dimension superior to demons and principalities and powers you are superior it'll happen stop the devil from talking to you Tell him I did give you permission to
3: speak.
1: I'm not going to sit up here all day listening to all of this mess that you're bringing in and out of my mind and my soul. Get out of my presence. A mantle is coming on you. You're being awakened to a reality that my spirit has ascended. So I decree today you move from the cross to the crown. From a place of deliverance to a place of inheritance. From a place of just being forgiven to a place of being seated. To the ascended place where you and the Father will speak of things that he wills to be done in the earth realm. And you will release the authority to bring it to pass. As we leave here we're going in to my future and everything that God has for me what he has for my family what he has for my children What he has for my ministry, what he has for my destiny, what he has for my provision, we're going to claim it. And we refuse to sing victory and live in defeat. We refuse. To come into the glory for three days and then feel defeated by the end of the week. It is over. Now, I want you to do something for me before I send you for it. Put your hand on your head. If I didn't start too much trouble in here today and by chance I get invited back, I am going to talk to you about the only real enemy you have and you got your hand on it. Death, spiritual death, so damaged our thinking. So damaged our identity and so damaged our mentality that our spirits are resurrected but our minds are unrenewed. And whenever God gets ready to pull you into a dimension, this thing, this, this thing starts reasoning and thinking and this thing starts feeling and getting anxiety and stress and doubt and all of that. But say this after me by faith, say today, my mind is being renewed to my spirit. And I will live in a resurrected dimension in an ascended position, spirit, soul, and body. Now shout like you believe it's happening right now. I'm going to think like a king. I'm going to speak like a king to live like a king now put your hand on somebody before we leave and i want you to release your authority into their life right now as we leave here i don't know what you're dealing with i don't know what you're going through i don't know what you've been through i don't know what you had to deal with when you left home but you're going back home with power You're going back home armed in authority. You're going back home knowing you've got the victory. You're going back home to uproot and to cast out and to tear down and to pluck up you're going in to take territory you're going in to kick every generational curse out of your bloodline you're going in to deliver nations and cities and states you're going in to the purpose that god had created to you come on push them on the back and say i send you i send you like a king i send you with authority, I send you with deliverance. Don't go in doubt, walk in there in faith, walk in there and let the lion of Judah roar.
3: That was your first ending. <laughs> I need you to know this is so ordered of the Lord. This is so ordered, the timing of the Lord. Back in 2018, I had a dream. And I had a dream on Resurrection Sunday. And it really shaken me because it was not a dream that spoke of resurrection. But in the dream, there was a white van that pulled up and there was some gunmen that got out of the white van and there was a um a tent service that was going on it was a you know a worship service and people were dancing and people were shouting under the tent and so these gunmen with automatics got out and they began to just take their place they began to take their positions like they had a, a plan in their uh I guess it was just a plan they had already planned before they got there. And so they took their place and they went to a smaller tent that was like children's ministry. And they began to bring out our children. They began to bring out our children and our children were blindfolded. They had put blindfolded. They blindfolded them. They put these covers on their eyes and they had the guns to their heads. And they said, no, y'all just keep doing what you do. We're going to take them out one by one. They said, no, keep dancing, keep shouting, keep jumping, keep singing. And they said, and my son was the first one. Justice is his name and justice, and he had him blindfolded. He said, no, just keep dancing and shouting. He said, we're gonna take them out one by, and so they were really warning us to just go back into worship, go back into dancing, go back into shouting, and I said, and so I started, I went to the back of the tent, and I remember just pacing back and forth, and I was looking to see who, and everybody was like, well, what do we do? Should we dance? Should we shout? Should we sing? Should we? And I'm looking like, are you serious? Are you serious? Are you entertaining this? And I, I woke up from the dream going, I'm not just going to sit here and do this. That's how I woke up from the dream. And it was going through me. So when I came to church on Resurrection Sunday in 2018, I was in a very different space while everybody was dancing and shouting and, you know, he has risen. <laughs> I was like shaken to my core. And I said, God, why did you give me this dream on Resurrection Sunday? He said, because I will have a people that rise. Yeah. He said, I will have a people that rise and that become a threat to the enemy. So what you're hearing today especially when he said grace to you grace to you to, to, to take this position it's been five years five is the number of grace there is a grace that has come upon you to rise this day and sit where God is calling you to sit there is a grace upon you today for you to take your seat and be crowned and become a threat to the enemy in your bloodline, in your territory, in your sphere of influence, in your region, in your nation. God is saying, I will have a people that rise and become a threat. I will have a people that rise and tell the enemy not today. Not so, not on my watch. And so I say grace to you. Grace to you today. Grace to you today. Be seated in heavenly places. Take your place. Receive your crown. This is the hour you were born for. Send us out again, Isaac.
4: Amen. There are gifts that we've received. There are gifts that have been sent to us. Isaac is a gift. Turn to your neighbor. Tell them you are a gift. This week has been just incredible. I'm gonna ask Justin to come up with me. The Lord has set us on a course of crossing over. He has allowed us to start with our First Nations, for there to be an alignment, a recognition, that we could gather as a corporate people to cross over, to conquest, to be seated, to recognize the gifts that He's put in us. When we started the service today, we started with the storing of the waters. We also start with recognizing people that had aligned here, that had brought their gift to come to a new dimension, a new harvest expression. We line them up in the front here, we commission them. We've also got another group that Justin's gonna tell us about that are joining us online. There's, We have a remnant here, but there's so many more. Turn at the cameras. There are so many more that are joining online from around the world. We want to extend our blessings to them. We declare that you are gifts. And we have a team of people that we want to honor and recognize the gift that they are.
2: Wow. What an amazing message from Isaac. That was just amazing. And the anointing that dropped when he was preaching that message is what we all want to go out under. But especially we want to tell the people online that are getting commissioned for Kingdom Harvest Alliance... What he described is what you're being sent into. There's a harvest field for you out there and you have to go into that harvest field exactly how he describes. So let's just scroll that list of names and everybody just pray over this list of names and we send you out into your harvest field under this anointing that Isaac brought down when he preached this message. We say, you've got a crown to wear. We say you have an authority. We say that you're going to go into your harvest field and you're not going to question why you're there. You're going to know why you're there. And we say that every enemy that's in that harvest field is going to cower when you enter it in Jesus' name. Now, everybody lift your hands. This has been a great weekend. It's been a wonderful weekend. We've seen an amazing gathering with the First Nations. We've crossed over. Now, when you walk out this door, you're not crossing over anymore. You have crossed over. So when you set foot outside, you're carrying a whole new authority. So we send you out of here in Jesus' name.